This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. For the sake of American workers, our transportation system needs some fixing. It's taking longer for Americans to get to work and from mandates on which ships may drop off and pick up cargo and where they may do so. To the mandates that add costs at every single stage of a commute, there are options for reform everywhere. Cato's Colin Grabo is author of the transportation chapter in Cato's Empowering the New American Worker book. We spoke this month. When you're talking about uh, pro-worker policies, we think about uh, benefits, wages, health care, the ability of people to change jobs. uh, And, you know, tied in with all of that uh, ought to be the ability to get to and from a job or the ability to do work from some far-flung place if you if you can do it. So uh, give me a sense of what the status is for you know, the bulk of American workers when it comes to transportation. Well, when it comes to transportation, most American workers, I think unsurprisingly, uh, commute to work by car. Uh, I think 85% of those that actually go physically go to their jobs use uh, a car or automobile uh, to get to their place of employment. Uh, and it's taking them longer. Uh, I think uh, according to the data that Americans actually takes them a couple minutes longer than your average European, for example, to get to work. Uh, and I think that uh, a lot of government policy helps explain why uh, your commute is as arduous as it is and in and, and many instances getting worse. Transportation policy, uh, you know, part of this is wrapped up in housing in terms of like the distances people have to live from their work. But but if we take that as a given, uh, transportation policy is set at the federal, state and the local level. So which which uh, part of government is contributing the most to making it more time consuming for people to get to and from work? Well, as far as uh, the, the time it takes to get to work, uh, I think a lot of that is found on the state and local level. Uh, you already mentioned you know, housing, and of course, uh, that's wrapped up in housing policy. Uh, you often find people, uh, you know, the, the old drive till you can buy um, phenomena where uh, people have to live uh, a great distance, in some cases, from their place of employment. Because that's what they can afford. They cannot afford to live closer to where they to where they uh, work. Um, so that means a longer commute. But then also we have other government policies. Uh, part of relieving congestion is having more infrastructure. But we make infrastructure artificially more costly and difficult to build in this country through things like uh, Buy America requirements that. Uh, require that American materials get used in the construction of these infrastructure projects. That means increased costs. We also have things like the National Environmental Policy Act, which uh, was, you know, well-intentioned, let's do an environmental impact statement, but these have gotten much more elaborate, much lengthier over time. I believe back in the 1970s, these took a little over two years to complete. Now we're at close to seven years. Uh, So that makes improving, uh, maintaining, adding uh, additional infrastructure more difficult. Uh, And then we also don't take advantage of market forces, things like congestion pricing uh, that have been successfully employed elsewhere. Um, Congestion is a cost. and to try to mitigate that, you know, people should have to pay prices for the, the the products they use. In this case, highways and roads that reflect these costs. 
But in many instances, there is, uh, you know, the price you pay to drive during rush hour is no different than any other time of the day. So there's no incentive in place for people to try to maybe alter their commuting patterns to, to, to improve the efficiency of our transportation network. So these are all things that can be approved upon to, to, to reduce uh, the commute of the average American worker. So in terms of uh, policy changes, what would give uh, workers the biggest bang for the buck in terms of trying to change federal, local, state policy? That's, it's difficult to say. There's just, there's so many opportunities out there uh, to, to make uh, commuting and getting around easier and, and better in this country. Um, let's start with the car. You know, as I previously mentioned, most people use cars to get around and federal policy makes just the acquisition of a car more expensive. We have tariffs on cars. Uh Pretty modest, but we also have tariffs on car parts. Uh, we have tariffs of 25% on light trucks. Um, that a lot of Americans are big fans of trucks. We have free trade agreements that do things like um, they have local content requirements. So the uh, US MCA, the US Canada Mexico free trade agreement, used to be NAFTA. Uh, it used to be that you could use uh, a part that only had to have about 63%, I believe, of North American content. That's been increased to 75%. So that makes it uh, more expensive, more difficult to put together to assemble a car in the United States, more expensive. Uh, these all get passed along. Once you have your car, federal policy makes it um more expensive just to maintain it. For example, you have to get new tires in your car. Well, we have tariffs on tires. Uh, we have, you have to obviously gas up your car. And we have policies such as the Jones Act that uh, make it more expensive uh, to refine uh, gasoline, transport, transport oil and refined products in this country. That gets reflected at the pump. Uh, even things like immigration restrictions. Uh, you need to get your car maintained and find a good auto mechanic. So we have barriers to getting a, a trained workforce in place that can take care of your car. Um, on the infrastructure side, you know, we went through the Buy America requirements, but, the, you know, it also things like uh, Davis-Bacon that increases uh, the labor costs for building infrastructure. Uh, and just the federal government itself is another layer of bureaucracy um, when it comes to funding these these, these projects and, and adding it's another layer of costs and delays. Uh, so you find these all over the place, uh, adjudicating you know, where the biggest gains would be had is difficult, um, but there, there are many potential avenues uh, for, for, for improving things and, and lowering these costs and making it uh, easier uh, and less expensive for Americans to get to work. So what uh, at the at just the say the different levels of government what should be the policy changes that you think would contribute a lot So on the federal level I think the policy changes uh that should be looked at are, are uh you know starting with trade policy let's get rid of some of these tariffs that drive up the cost of buying new automobiles uh, we also need to look at cafe standards uh these are uh done to promote uh, ostensibly uh efficiency um getting uh, better gas mileage. But to achieve those, they require um, major capital improvements, uh, capital expenditures for automakers. Uh, that gets reflected in the price of your car. Uh, and I think that, you know, fundamentally, if people want higher uh, gas mileage, uh, better efficiency from their auto bills, that's a decision for consumers to make themselves and weigh the trade-offs there. Uh, on the state and local level, 
Uh, there are things like dealership franchise laws that restrict your ability to either open a new automobile uh, dealership or, say, in the case of Tesla, just sell directly to consumers and forego opening a, a an auto dealership. Uh, these all add to higher costs. Um, if you look at – that's just you know, automobiles. If you look at – Infrastructure, mass transit, for example, mass transit here in Washington, D.C., the subway cars that are used, they are subject to buy America laws. They have to be produced here in the United States. So a lot of them are actually from foreign companies that have to set up uh, manufacturing facilities in the United States. This is uh, suboptimal. Um, it means higher costs. And... Uh, we can even look at, uh, and then of course we have on the local level, state and local level, uh, you know, zoning, which is again is I think huge when it comes to talking about people's commute, um, uh, enabling people to live closer to where they work, and having greater housing affordability, and um, would would be uh, I think a massive step forward in improving people's commutes. So I see uh, many policy changes on state, federal, and local levels that could all be very impactful for improving our commutes. Colin Grabo authored the transportation chapter of the Cato Institute's Empowering the New American Worker book, available now at cato.org.